I really am not that stinky any of the days, actually. You're stinky all the time. About at least half of them. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think overall, really, whenever I'm trying to ever be weird, it's actually really just for the oatmeal treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the key cats always want to invade when I'm trying to do this oatmeal treatment. But that's telling just... yourself that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but we have this. We have this podcast. We actually need to do, guys. Um. So, hi, guys. Welcome to the Crinkle Podcast. Hello. With me, Dylan Bway, the squishy, stinky puppy. And today, obviously, I've recaptured the two boyfriends. We have Daddy Wolf, and then we have the baby Draco. Stop. I know, but I was right? expecting an angel Dutch dragon noise. I want to hear your best impression of it. <laughs> I don't think he could do the sneaky thing. <laughs> yet. It's very impressive. Not yet. Very good attitude. Not yet. Yeah. And then we also have the two kitty cats that you might hear rumbling around. But um, the true question of tonight is what's our major kinks? Ooh, I know, okay. right? Right, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear the deep dive of the major kinks of the drunken Badus, or also known as Badusi. So, just from like the last episode, I love being stinky. I think that's one of my major kinks. I love being stinky, squishy, and I also love baby furs. The day I can buy a fursuit, you're about to see this fursuit in dippers. Because I love dippers. <laughs> uh, my major kink is just being a daddy uh, in any way, shape, or form. Whether it be intimate or uh, sexual. It's just super out. I like being a uh, role model. I would also say that I'm into pretty much the same as Dylan. And by far, I also... Um, Love to read a lot of baby fur um, NSF stories. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what kind? Of, what drives us really to these kinks? Like for me, I kind of talked a little bit about it in the last episode. So, like for me, it's the feeling slash texture, and so I am an AB, but I'm also a DL, and so I love that. Sometimes people like my daddy can just like I can like throw my um uh what's that thing? Sippy cup, yeah. My I can throw my sippy cup at you and you'll be like, Oh, okay, you want more water? And I'll be like, No. And you'll be <laughs> like, uh-huh. And then I'll fall asleep with this sippy cup right beside my pillow in the bed, and you're like don't spill it. <laughs> uh, I would say my main drive is, uh, you know, I I just like that whole idea of, you know, having somebody like you can always count on, always be there for you, always do things for you, uh, put them before themselves. And, you know, that's what I always wanted and uh, admired in a person. So, you know, that's what I want to be. You bet, baby Drago? I just like being a baby dragon. He does like so, baby dragons. But he's not like normal dragons. He actually doesn't like heights. He's more like a water well, snake. I mean, I like heights, but I like being high. <laughs> Two different things. <laughs> but 
Um, if you ever stick the baby Drago near water, you will literally see him slither around. He will be in there all day. Yeah, he really will. <laughs> Love water. We've literally seen that. So, uh, both Daddy and I, both um, our families, both own pools. And so, anytime uh, baby Drago is near any of our families, you will find him. In the pool. In the pool. 100% of the time. And we're like, you're going to get out and be like, mm, maybe. No. I'm pruning, but no. <laughs> Oop, I think my man should leak sideways. Because you're a leaker. Look at that. Look at this. I managed to leak sideways. Well, I literally you can control yourself. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so least, I, I kind of made a spot on the bed. At least mine's still dry. I feel like that's a lie, but... I am kind of embarrassed about that. Oh my god! Oh my god! It keeps going. <laughs> Stop it, dude! It looks oh like god, you actually. It looks. Like oh, did I get? Oh, <laughs> I really no. I really think I painted him a little bit. Oh my god, guys! I just. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh! No need to apologize. You're leaky. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Really, the only other question I really had within the soul statement <laughs> was, um, is there really any other kinks that, like, fall within... I swear to God, I was like, you better not fart at me, I swear to God. But is there any kinks that we have that fall into, like... I'm going to put in quotation marks, the real world. So, personally, for me, like, photography. So, I am known for kink photography, um, that's obviously what my last account until recently got banned was, um, you did fart at me. I swear to God, I'm going to beat you up. I hope the mic got that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was known for kink photography and that's what put me, you know, generally on the map and at a lot of the events and stuff. That's what people find when they find out who I am, they're like, Oh my God, you're Dylan Blake. You've done this person's photography. Oh, you've done this. Or I've seen your photography. And then um, from my point of view, and then obviously Daddy can speak on this to his point of view, but whenever people see my daddy, be like, oh my gosh, I've seen your photos. Or, oh my God, um, you and Dylan look so cute together. And that's obviously from my point of view. Because so, we go to um, an event called Lobo, which means Lights Out, Barks Out. And originally started in D.C., but they came to Ohio. And we are one of their sponsors. We are always there. And we have a lot of people from the bar and from the event that rely on us to help bring in more people and kind of get pushed out there to help introduce new people. Would you, is that how you would say it? Yes. Very, but the baby very, dragon is not 21. He's not 21 yet, but he will yes. be very soon. So he will very soon be able to attend these events. And, and Roy, I bet you he's about to get lots of drinks. And we're going to a fur event for his 21st birthday. We are, which is on his birthday. Yeah. And um, it's Anthro, Ohio. And so, overall, I'm really excited because the tickets for those are actually pretty cheap. And 
Let's we actually it. live pretty close to where this event is, so we don't have to worry about hotels. It's very nice. Let's get it. But hopefully, oh that was God. our cat. <laughs> yeah, and so hopefully it will happen the same way it happened for me last year, where I just party all night long and I end up at people's hotel rooms and mm-hmm. I just crash there. And it was super fun when I went by myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was also scary. Because <laughs> I've never been to, like, a fur event by myself. But it was fun because I got to... Um, I originally went there to meet um, some people that I deliberately went out and told them, Hey, I'm going to do some of your photography for free. But I ended up... I found tons of new people there. But... Do you, either of you boys want to talk about what? Is there any kinks that you guys um, do outside of the kink realm? I would say it depends on outside of the kink realm. Um, I think public play is super hot. <laughs> you know, I think it's hot to uh, like fuck in the bathroom or something. But uh, besides that, I mean, I think it's hot for like my boyfriends to you know wear out in public and stuff like that, which you know, does uh, proceed outside of the king realm. But besides that, I would say uh, not too much. I'm talking about that. Um, so I always carry my, my um, backpack with me and stuff. And if I'm really squishy and stuff, it's happening a couple times where, where one of my friends or my guy and stuff will be like, buddy, are you squishy? Do you need a change? Like, very loud and i'm like mm, stop it <laughs> like I, I love the embarrassment of it like it actually like buddy that's called public humiliation yeah which they both love i do Baby love it dragon also loves it i do, do love I, it do and like obviously like definitely for me as a person like there's obviously a big like line between like true exposure in like, you know, like the, oh, you almost got caught exposure. Like, I love the almost a caught exposure of like, are you leaking? Like, oh, is your backpack open? But do you need a change? Like, you're not officially showing the world it, but you're like, ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Versus yes. like somebody coming around but like and just walking in public with no pants on. Like, to me, I love the... Ooh, you're almost fully caught, but somebody's calling you out type of exposure. That's I love that. That to me is hot. Guys, remember my first rave experience? You want? Oh my god! Do you remember that when we went with um with, with with Luna? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. And um, so we have a friend named Luna. She took us to um a rave and there's a DJ called Dirty Snatch. And Snatch up. And so we're we're going through the VIP section because of Luna. <laughs> and so they had to check through our bags and stuff and Did um you Daddy have to and say I what's in your bag? And Daddy and I are uh, like we only have our pup hoods and stuff. We're like, okay, great, whatever. But baby dragon, on the other hand, what did you have in your backpack? Well, I brought in my hood and my backpack filled with diapers and baby powder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. I think there was maybe your Winnie the Pooh bottle in there. Yeah. And it was just... 
was, you fucker. And the, uh, yeah. and the guy's face whenever he did. Oh my god, so this dude's face was, and was so scared. It was in there. We were like waiting for the guys. Yeah, face. we literally stopped and, and turned around, and we're just staring. What is like this dude? And like shook his head and just gave it back. Like you can't man. bring that in here. <laughs> yeah, and so like we we're already like before we walked in, we're like, "Are you sure you want to bring it?" So he's like, "I don't give two shits." We're like. Okay, because Baby Dragon is fucking ghetto. Okay? Yeah. And so he was like, I don't give two shits. I really like, don't. Like, he literally sounds like the stereotypical, like, black woman you hear in, like, sitcoms, okay? Where he's like, mm-hmm, I don't care. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay? Let them say something. Yeah, let them say something, and I will show them, okay? That's literally how he was coming into this, um, this club. So... They're yeah. laughing, they're giggling. Yeah, I'm so just di- standing there with a straight face, not even making any any big deal out of this. I'm like, go ahead. So go ahead. Daddy and I were both sitting here and we're staring in this VIP lounge, staring at Baby Dragon as this dude looks through the bag for security reasons. And this is why we were trying to like get Baby Dragon not to, or at least I was, was like you probably shouldn't because I already knew that we were about to get wand, look through bags. Like, because I've done this a hundred times. The only weapon I would use is the powder. I would poof you in your face. <laughs> and so the dude was like, hey, you can't bring this bag in. And so Baby Dragon was like, okay, whatever. He brought it back to the car and came back with this hood. But we're like, oh my God. And it was really overall pretty funny. And the night itself was pretty interesting. Like, it was a crazy night. It, it really was. was. We got to see the chicken dance. Yeah, we did see this. It's what we call, uh, we call the rave dance. Like, there's, I swear, almost 90% of the people in this club were doing, we call the chicken dance. But everybody else, you can just call the rave dance. But it was pretty funny, actually. It was. And then we went to uh, a house party. I saw weapons for the I first time. Yeah, I baby dragon. He was he's still too little. He's below twenty one. So no house parties for him. So we made him sit in the car. We were actually just trying I to also, went and get some drinks. Also was watching Grey's Anatomy and decided to put a diaper on while there was people still arriving at this uh, house party. But I didn't really care who saw it on the window because they were I all peed, drunk anyway. And I peed in Apollo's diaper in like the did you? car in the middle of the road. Remember? No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was literally it was, right outside. Yeah, the house. I, I, I like literally. I was driving home. And I told you, all right, before I drive home, I have to go pee. So just go down in front of the car and like get on your knees. Nobody will see. Dude, there's so yeah. many drugs and alcohol in that yeah. situation. <laughs> it was a really good night. Yeah, overall, I mean, it really was a good night. Like, like we said, did have to do with one drunken girl who uh, had a little too much to drink. She, she was. She, did. she was. Um, a she, crying mess. She tried to, like, get us all to... Uh, she tried to fight the bouncer when we were trying to leave the first club, okay? Let me back in! And, like, overall, like, this definitely will be into another episode of us talking about, like, club nights. Like, I love going to clubs, not because of, like, the particular music or anything. Like, there's the been, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's tons of it's things that I've gone to overall, like, that I've gone with daddy, like, I really don't care for the music and stuff. It's I just like the, seeing um, the ridiculous people that come here. I mean, that really is dancing fun. and drunk as hell. But <laughs> um, I love the vibe that people show. Because, like, when you truly love something and you know you're surrounded by people that also love the same thing. You'll always attend those 
those scenarios. You will all, yes, and you will also be truly yourself. And so, like, overall, like, what our friend Luna likes to listen to, I'm not a big fan of, like, listening to, like, wub wub music. Like, I love dubstep, but I don't love wub wub music, where it's like, like, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, to me, it's just not fully my thing. But I love watching people enjoy themselves. And I'm one of these people, you could call it empath, but I just enjoy when people are enjoying themselves. Yeah, it's definitely infectious. Yeah. When my two boyfriends decided to have sex, I was in the same room vibing out and dancing around. They're just looking at me like, what is this boy doing? (laughs) And then also, reverting back to the previous episode, talking about like phone progress and stuff, like... I love, I can have a relationship with both of these boys now where I can bang one and one can party out. out to me, banging them and talk Woo! to me and, it's a show. you know, heat me up some sweet or whatever. But I'm also like do. a huge diaper cuck. <laughs> yeah. Which is also, I guess, you know, that isn't a public kink, but talking, you know, reverting back to the episode, that is a very big kink of mine. I think it's hot, like making people, like not even making people like cucks. I think it's hot when people are like, no, yeah, I want to watch and like, you know, it will make me want it more. I'm like, about it. I'm about it. <laughs> so. And I'm, so I'm just a socially awkward person in certain situations. So like, if I see them doing things and stuff, like, so I am the home chef of us. Okay. Cool, I'll make them a meal. So they're going to be hungry after. Yes. And so <laughs> like, if I walk in and I see that they're doing stuff. I literally don't, won't make a scene about it or anything. I won't even say anything. I'll literally be like popping, but like, oh, okay, cool. And I'll, I'll just the kitchen con- and cooking. And I'll just continue doing what I'm doing. But if he's interested, he will join. But if so, it depends. It and depends. and so sometimes I see that they're doing something, and for me, I'm like, cool. They're on like a streak of doing something, and like if you've ever been like on a streak and like somebody's interrupted it because of the mindset, you're like, fuck, and it reset. I'm like, cool, I see them, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna make some dinner. And then like when they get done, they're like uh, they're almost like boys, that. I made dinner. They're almost in that scene where they're like smoking the cigarette after sex. I'll come <laughs> and be like, oh sure, um the parfait's made. Like, you know, I'll be like This wrecked my scene. And they're both just like saying they're like, Oh, that was a good scene. They're like, <laughs> Yeah. I oh. might eat later. I'm actually kinda of tired. I'm like, good. Yeah. You're about to get some bomb ass um, dessert later on when you get done. <laughs> and because, like, listen, I'm the home cook, and so what they think is fancy is like my bare minimum, <laughs> Look, <laughs> which just, makes me feel really awesome. We're just really white. That's okay. Because, like, like very simple things. I went to culinary. I went to culinary school for when I was in high school. And we it's called simple pleasures for a reason. And I did tons of like Iron Chefs, and I did tons of Iron Chef competitions and and other competitions that were like that around the state where we had to do tons of like oh come up with a, a where you had to come up with different ideas with mm. scraps and stuff. And they love my ghetto food that I come up with. Like, I have something called ghetto um, chili. And then I've also made ghetto spaghetti. I'm trying yes. to think it was some other ghetto good. things. They both had corned beef hash in them. And then just recently, spaghetti was they really had 
a different, they had a ghetto carbonara, which I learned through things and from a, a, a um, salad night and some pasta that I really fucked up on. Like, I took a, a taste of this because I'm going to bring it to work. And I literally was like, oh my god, this is vomit. I literally want to vomit. Because I put some of this seasoning that Buna brought to the house. And it tastes nasty. But I made it taste fucking delicious. By the end of me putting all these scraps in. So I felt very, very proud of that. Some dishes just take bare minimum, really. It's all about the enjoyment of the meal. So leading into this, is there really any um, thing that, like, of the kinks that we kind of, like, spill into, like, the real world that other people know? I'm sure I kind of, I wrote this question more for you, Daddy, because you do have a lot of experience in this because of where we live. Yeah, well... We live with um, one of my family members who know about, like, all of our kinks, all of our individual kinks, and uh, I guess, actually, most of my family members do, just because I'm pretty honest about it, and, like, you know, I have my own place, so I want to show around my own place with my own kinks, so. And then for me, because we will bring more back into this, of me asking some questions about that, but also for me, like, my family knows that I have two boyfriends. And they're not ashamed of it, but they definitely kind of, like, sidestep it on certain situations, depending on who's talking. So, like, my little nephew, they just go, hey, that's uh, that's Dylan's friend talking about one of my boyfriends. And hey, they bro. go, and then What's they up, go, bro? and then they go, but What's that bro? is Dave. <laughs> What's bro doing? <laughs> yeah. But then they go, like, hey, that's, um, that's. That's Dylan's um, boyfriend. They're in love because they're not trying to explain to a five-year-old like complex relationships. It. And it's just overall, it really doesn't matter. Like, you know, I know from my heart that, um, like, my nephew, he will grow up seeing both of my partners and understanding a little bit more over time. He yeah, will pretty exactly. much. He will pretty much just see them both as uncles. And that's just the way I grew up. Like, and I'm his uncle, bro. <laughs> and so, like, my nephew himself, he has he's given us all different names. And the way I know he that my nephew, even though he's very young, he actually likes all of us because he gives us all names. So, like, if uh, my daddy is around, he's like, "Oh, where's, uh, where's bro?" Yeah, where's bro or, or where's Debbie at? You know, and he he says some things. And then I'm called Euro. I don't know why. This or Gyro. Yeah, Euro or Gyro. He's like, where's Gyro? Sup, Gyro, bro? And then what does he call Baby Dragon? Marco. Marco. Yeah, Marco. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was something really odd. Marco. Yeah, Marco. And so, like, overall, like, he loves all three of us. And he gets really excited. Like, if one of us doesn't show up, like, he literally. Marco? Yeah, he literally will be like, where's Marco? Where's Debbie? Yeah. <laughs> where's Devlin? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it just was very funny things that we love. And then my niece, she's still very young, but she, she loves me. But she loves, um, but she obviously loves all of us. She'll like run around, like try guess, like guess to pick her up and stuff. And like to me, that's the best way for me to explain. Like 
um, my family understands, like, my kinks and stuff. Because, like, my parents, which is very awkward at moments. Have made some jokes. Like, my father, um, so he just recently went through um, some cancer treatments and stuff. And he literally looked at me and was like, well, guess, buddy, I'm going to wear diapers just like you. I'm like, can we not talk about this? And, and you can't argue because at that yeah. moment he was in the diapers. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> and then, like, before that, like, I was one of the first people to know that he had cancer. And he was like, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah. He was like, so why do you enjoy wearing these? I was, And I gave him a legit answer. He's like, okay, cool. I was just curious, but I love you no matter what. I was like, that's awesome. And then we've kind of, you both kind of have your own experiences yeah. about this. And so we'll kind of go back with you, daddy, about how you said, like, we live with one family members. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I would just say uh, I was honest and, you know, it was pretty much the same. Like, oh, well, I love you and I love your partners. So, you know, if that's what you guys do, that's what you guys do. And I personally like to think, like, I don't think I, like, express it very boldly. But, like, because when we first moved in with you, um, we were a lot, diff- like, shelterish, you know, which is normal. And th- But then, like, we're watching, like, the way that the family member that we live with, you know, is interacting with us. And we're like, okay, cool. He's not going to hate us for what we love and so we're a little bit more open now and he makes jokes about it and like and we make jokes yeah and we make jokes all right right back and stuff and like we literally right before like this podcast and stuff like was making jokes i ran in with a diaper behind my back he's like well he's like come on buddy you know you need to put that thing on before you start drinking like i was like yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so, like, it's one of the things, like, I've never felt ashamed in this household, which makes me feel very okay. Duh. <laughs> and, like, that's really hard because, like, where I'm originally from, if you've ever listened to Reese's Time, I've always felt ashamed of who I am for my race, my kinks, and my sexuality. And I won't cry this time if you've ever listened to it. But those were big things I've always struggled with. And it's, you know, I've never felt personally fine with being truly who I am as a person. Now, Baby Dragon. Well, at first my mom, when she found out about... That she wasn't exactly on the same page. She didn't really understand the whole thing that I was into. But as long as it really wasn't in her own home, she didn't really care what I loved to do because she was going to be there and support me no matter what. And overall, like I said, like, so... Um, if you listen to part one, I started ba- Dangerous Baby Dragon first. So when she found out, I, as a person, I had to go through this whole lecture. 
And overall, three hours. Well, yeah, it really was three hours. I was at Starbucks when this first happened. And overall, it really doesn't matter what was talked about. But there was ground rules put in place, which, as the mother to somebody that's living underneath the roof, was laid out. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And she blatantly said, like, just not underneath my, my roof. And I was like, that's totally fine. Although, she was the type of person that originally told me no sex underneath her house. And then she was like, mm, you guys can't have sex anywhere but my room. <laughs> Which is also very funny. But um, it was a very fun um, adventure there. And we also found a TikTok one night while we're, like, banging and stuff. Like, literally, after we got done banging on a trampoline, yeah, we found the TikTok was, like, 10 places to get banged at. And it was, like, talk about all these the different ones. One. And it was, like, last one was, like, out 10. It was, like, a thousand, thousand. out 10. We were, like, yeah, bitch. I mean, like, I literally, like, spit. Like, this was raw dog sex. Like, no lube, because we're, like, I feel like a quarter mile away from the fucking house. Because there's a giant hill. I literally just spat on my fucking dick. And I was like, I'm sorry, but we're doing it this way. He's like, okay. And it was an experience. It was an experience. And trampolines are really, highly recommended. Yes, they really are. They give you a lot of reback on that. But besides that, really, ladies and gents, I overall don't really have that much questions. Do you guys have any other questions that you guys like to think or a topic that you would like to bring up while we're still here? Um, not at this moment. Mm. Nope. Well, this is why I write the script and not them. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still a baby. I am not a baby. Listen. Listen. Listen here, Linda. Exactly. You also you're also wearing a diaper right now. Am I? Dude, I literally felt it before we started drinking. What? Exactly. No. The only person at this moment that's not soggy doggy is the daddy waddy. It's no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm the actually dry as can be. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot. No, it's <laughs> actually not. <laughs> But overall, like I said, like, the... Oh, my God. There's a fucking muzzle. I mean, this, you see this? Yeah. It's like Loki. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought was, originally, I thought it was a dog. But the, I think there's only one more topic I really would like to bring up. And that is, do we actually ever... As a couple, do we feel discriminated against when we are expressing ourselves? Um... No, but I think it's always nice to put yourself in the other person's situation. Not that, you know, any of us have a problem with that. But, you know, I just think it's always nice to, you know, just think about the other person. You baby drag? I feel like for the most part, most people actually find it kind of nourishing to see two separate people in a relationship with one person. While dating the other person, and Sorry, like that was confusing, but <laughs> no, I got, it. I got. It. Yeah, yeah, might be because I'm drunk, but I understood what you meant. 
But I think, let me try to retranslate in case you didn't say it. Like, watching, so Aussie, like we've said in part one, there's three of us. So watching two of us interacting while the third person is observing and kind of just like watching it happen and stuff. And like, there is a lot of things that like, I'll see them do that I'm like, dude, that just it's disgusting. A nice, it's just a nice power. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because there there is a power dynamic that happens throughout all of us, okay? And power dynamic and sexual and non-sexual ways. So, there's sometimes where um, if you know, we'll you know, Baby Dragon and I will be just like get home from like grocery shopping and stuff and Daddy, he will be taking up. And we'll be like, hey, let's try to clean some dishes and, you know. Sleep at the floor. Yeah, well, literally, like, you know, which is a true story. Like, I literally just was like, hey, asked the baby driver. He's like, hey, let's just clean some dishes. You know, if you want to clean them up and wet. That led into sweeping the whole house while our daddy was sleeping. Wiping the counters, wiping the stove, wiping the table. And then also making there before he even ever got up. And really just sort of like, hey, you know, we just kind of want to, it might sound submissive in a sense, <laughs> but in the way also of like, we were just trying to be helpful. And yeah. so it's like a power dynamic because like, we're something also that. getting praised from doing it. Yeah. And like, but we never went into that situation of like, this is going to lead into praise. Like praise is definitely like a bonus. It makes us littles feel appreciated and while also still trying to help out yeah, yeah. and Our so dog. sometimes we just like you know if we get like a little like you know sometimes we wake up it's like hey um and our dad will send us a message like hey can you just like clean the cat box up it's like yeah sure sure and one thing after another it always leads into either cleaning up something else or just tidying up a little bit yeah and so like as us three we can make a situation Make a ordinary 50-50 situation into a 33 situation. Exactly. Which is very nice. And then, like you said, uh, you know, I, I just love, like, the, run, the random moments where you guys clean up. Because, you know, like you said, as a daddy, I recognize, like, oh, you know, they're trying to be helpful and thinking about me and stuff like that. So, I love all this stuff. And then, of course, I want to praise you guys. Because, you know, that's super sweet. And then there's other times of like, so Watching my movies together. Yeah. And then like my daddy, um, I've never said this to anywhere like publicly. So my daddy, he is a person, he will never ask for anything. Okay. And I literally mean anything like from sex to anything. Like he literally doesn't go like, will you please do this? No, literally he doesn't ever like, and that's just how he is as a person. And that's just how he is as a, his characteristics as a person doesn't allow him to. So when, like, I know he likes a certain genre of stuff. So, like, just Very last <laughs> month and stuff. So Christmas time came around. Um, I bought him something. And then I wrote him a note. And the note later said, like, I know you never asked for anything, so I gave. So I want to give you something that you would never ask for, and it was just a video game because he does. He literally will go the extra mile, 
um, out of everything. Like, if you had to look at, like, us as whole, he's the breadwinner. But... I don't like that title. I, I know. <laughs> I, I know you never... I know you don't. And it's, it's very humbling of you. But we make ourselves very... We make ourselves work, no matter the situation yeah. that happens. I know what you mean. And so... You know, I saw an opportunity as a person. I was like, you know what? I want to do something that I personally know you will enjoy. I had nothing. I did not know anything about this game. I literally saw it and like something in my brain was like, mm, That's daddy, nice. daddy's yeah. going to love this. So I Googled it and I was like, yep, daddy's definitely going to love this. And then I already knew about the game. It was yeah, like, he of course he I was like did. thinking about it. I'm like, this game pretty cool it looks all right i'm gonna have to check it out in the future if it's on sale or something yeah he will literally buy games when they're on sale versus like buying them like he literally told us he's like i don't stand you guys like when you get because like if i I know something like i want to see something i will literally watch a game like all the way through and he's like i literally will wait like three years before it goes until it goes on sale Mm -hmm. so i can buy i'm like yeah i can't do that (laughs) then i'll buy the complete edition all dlcs for regular price it's not bad and so like but like i said I saw an opportunity, and I never truly, like, saw an opportunity to be like, oh, I'm going to get praise all this. No, I just I just wanted to give him a, something that could, in my head, let him smile. I swear I'm going to leak this, but oh my god, just did. I feel like oh, I, I also him. don't really go the extra mile. I just go for the sentiment moment where if my boyfriend or other boyfriend wants something, I will try to get it for them. And, like, we all have our own, like, sentimental ways of doing things. So, Baby Dragon, um, he doesn't do things instantly. He does listen, though, okay? So, we'll do that, say that. He listens, and then, like, when you don't expect it, it happens sometimes. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And then we have me, who will literally go, and be like, oh, I really want this. And then, like, yeah, I, go, I just return, and I'm like... I felt guilty for having it, which has happened a couple times, and then I get in trouble for it. Like the camera? The, yeah, like the camera. I literally, so Baby Dragon bought me a camera. On his birthday? Yeah, and so I went out, and I actually, I sold it and got a different camera, which overall was a better camera, but I felt guilty for having that camera, and I want, but it gave me the opportunity to have another camera, that would give us a more op- better opportunity for king photography. So I sold it without saying anything. And then he found that he's like, that kind of hurts my feelings. I was like, I'm so sorry. I also bought him his laptop. For he did. The podcast. He does. Love which he laptop. hasn't also returned. Which I'm <laughs> yes. Grateful for. I promise I did. But within <laughs> the same day, I was looking at other laptops. He's, and I was like, oh, this one. He's like, I swear to God, if you return this laptop for that one, I will beat your ass. I was like, I won't return it. But I he does look at it. I do like we'll so, play division together on Xbox, but he is this is laptop. And I just want to speak where like like I slowly rebuilt my podcast from scratch. Like so I originally had Reese's time, but I didn't officially own Reese's time. So I couldn't take the Reese's time um name and all of its audience or 90% of its equipment that came with it. So from the back end or anything, I had to rebuild it. 
and both my boyfriends got to watch me rebuild a podcast from you scratch. Asked for a little inspiration on the name. And I did them a little bit. I did. So I actually own two domains, and I recently was so set on this one domain, and then I asked on um, Baby Dragon about. It. He gave me what about Crinkle Podcast? I was like, dude, I even think about that. That's literally the most perfect name. So I went and bought that domain, which was cheaper, by the way. And it was like 99 cents for this domain. I was like, say less. And so I had to rebuild everything from what I just built. I was like, fuck. But I luckily enough was able to do it. And I was very, very happy. And then both my boyfriend saw me build it. Took a couple days. I kept showing them everything from me building the logo. I was like, look at my logo built. <laughs> it was very, very awesome. It was a very awesome and humbling experience because even though I theoretically knew how to do all this stuff, I've never physically done it by myself because I've worked for a multi-million dollar company that I helped build, but I was never the one that Ran spent the money to do it. So I had to go out of my way, research tons of stuff, and figure out what was the best thing for our budget as a couple. Find out if there was alternative ways of doing it for free. Is there ways of me uh, bringing in old audience and stuff? And like the whole thing was very, very interesting and very stressful, but at the same time, it was very humbling. I felt very, very like. I feel very proud of myself because, like, once you build everything, it's the first episode that is the hard part. Like, what are you going to say? How are you going to do this? What is your, like, you know, what's the, what's the vibe you're giving? What's and, your ultimate goal? Yeah. And I had to regain my same vibe that I wanted to give. Because in Reese's time, it was very, like casual making jokes talking about you know like oh daddy's gonna wreck this but does he tonight you know like that vibe of carelessness but still giving trying to give information and i actually deleted the first episode i ever made after i re-recorded it with our daddy arf yeah and it was, actually, it was very, very fun, actually. It was fun. And this is a fun episode. Yeah. And I've talked way too long for this one question. <laughs> that <laughs> Which, happens. Uh, I know. But I'm, overall, I'm, re- I'm very, very proud of where all three of us have come, where we're going. Bork. Yeah. Same. No complaints. I know. And it's just, I don't know, it's just very, very fun. It's fun. And I hope to obviously, you know, I obviously hope to bring you guys always back on and stuff. And I always, you know, one of the one things that I know, like when I'm doing this podcast and stuff, um, I know you, I know you both always ask like, well, who you bring on next? You know, like next time I was like, oh, I have this person, I have this person, I have this person. I think so planned up in the head. That's always super weird. I'm like, I literally had to record like three different interviews within one week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you'll never know that they were all in the same week because like one, they're always different things. 
but I always strive to give everybody a way of speaking about who they are as a person. Because even though, you know, all three of us are DLs, only two of us are ABs. But within that same AB, uh, my mental age is different than Baby Dragon's age. So, like, what's you, like, what is your mental age, Baby Dragon? Um, two. <laughs> I would say mine's seven because, like, I love cartoons and stuff, and that's just like how I am as a person. Um, some people have noticed that, like, if I really am, like, really into Bluey or something, I will just stand in front of the TV. But I've also caught our daddy doing the same thing before movies. He'll just stand in front of the TV. Like, I've literally woke up with Baby Dragon. We're both like, why are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching Hellraiser. And we're like, what? What was that one I woke up to? That was City of the Living Dead. City of the Living Dead. Like, I just remember waking up. I'm like, this woman was puking her guts. Yeah, it was so weird. What? This dude just stared at her and she died. Yeah. The power of evil priests. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think we're going to end this episode about right now. So, overall, I would like to say thank you for listening. But, Daddy, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and just for fans as Master Atlas twenty four seven. And then Baby Dragon for Twitter, it'd be Ryoko Z Dragon. R Y O K O Z E W D W A G O N. And then. It's a big word for a baby. Good job. <laughs> and Instagram, it would be Ryoko Z Derg, which it would be the same, but Z E R G. And then for me, you can find me on Instagram at Dylan Blake underscore official D I L L. I-A-N-B-L-A-K-E underscore O-F-F-I-C-A-L. Because, no, only one I. Yeah. Because <laughs> my old Instagram had both eyes, but they got banned for no apparent reason. But Twitter, you can find me at Blake Dillon, same spelling, so B-L-A-K-E-D-I-L-L-I-A-N. That's again Blake Dillon. And then you can obviously visit the website at crinklepause.co and that's K R I N K L E pause.co. And if you have any questions or love to appear on the podcast, you can email us at info.crinklepause.co and that's K R I N K L E pause.co. With no M, obviously, because it's a co. But I'd like to say goodbye and thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.